<laughs> What's up, everybody? Good morning. Oh, my goodness. Three, two, one, blast off. <laughs> we are live. Look at that. The production crew is on point today. I can't believe it. Everything looks like it's working. You know, you take a few days off and uh, it takes forever to get back in the groove. Uh, but we're grooving. So, hey Alexis, <laughs> no moderator did that. It's it's all automated. Trust me. Uh, on the on the on the. Uh, um, sometimes we see all kinds of things that they hide. Anyway, hi. So hey, good morning. You watching the Daily Brew? Hope everybody's doing good. It's Friday in the in the world. If uh, you got the weekend off. It's Friday. Everybody's excited about that. So happy Friday. Um, let's pull up what dog first here. Um, probably Hunter because he's snorting a lot. <laughs> um, we did go live last night if you missed it. Um, Six o'clock did a little, little live. If you're wondering where I was, we were in Winter Haven for um, softball this week. Emily had a big softball tournament. And it was long. It was Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and uh, we're back home. So that was a wild week. Team uh, didn't didn't have the best of luck, that's for sure. But it's the way it goes. Emily had a lot of good plays. James, I see I see James in there. I am working on highlights. So I'll be working on those later. So. What else is going on in the world? So we talk topics on this Daily Brew. We talk about weather. We talk about dogs. We talk about everything else in the world. Sometimes we go in many different directions, but that's what we do. Tropics are bound to be waking up sooner or later. We are in a lull. It's actually making Hunter fall asleep. <laughs> we have a sleeping dog alert. Oh, boy. I feel sneeze coming on. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, 
NASCAR is going electric next year. I didn't hear about that. That would be half the fun of going to NASCAR is listening to race cars. I have to read up on that. Michael, I didn't know that. Are they going? I hope not. Maybe maybe they're going to have a series. I don't think the cup cars are going to go electric. But, but anyway, so, you know, tropics. We talk about tropics here in a little bit. There's a little bit of sign of some stuff coming, so... I'm going to get into all that. Weather's kind of quiet. We do have a lingering front draping down, bringing storms again across the southeast. Um, so that's kind of the weather happening. Hey, Darlene, cousin. Happy birthday, Darlene. My cousin's in there. She had her birthday yesterday. I meant to text you, but I'm terrible about that. There was a big blob over New Orleans, Henry. Yes. Um, Jamie, yes, that's current satellite. I, I've, I've been tweaking it a little bit to... Um, Give me more coverage. Pretty much everybody from Texas to the East Coast now is covered in this satellite. Look, Hunter. See? Everybody from Texas to North Carolina. There was a big blob overnight blowing up. Uh, and there and there is a yellow SPC storm risk today. So we should have storms to watch. So we're going to get at all that. So, again, you know, gone three, three or four days. We uh, should be live every day next week. And then definitely through August, September, I got nothing coming up. So, oh, we got a big yarn coming. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Watch. He's going to yawn. He's going to yawn. You going to yawn, buddy? <laughs> I know for that. Let's show the other dog and we'll go, we'll go talking weather. So, big thanks to ABC Fine Wine Spirits. We got them on the screen here. Big supporters of our daily brew every single day. Got a big meeting with them today. We got some pretty cool video collabs coming up with them. I'm excited to share next week. So I got that coming up today. We'll see what that's all about. They got some exciting news. So uh, living in Florida, definitely uh, hit your local ABC tonight, Friday night. We love them. They are original MWPs. Uh, let's keep this graphic up for Louie. This is Louie, by the way. So there's your tropic, tropical waves. So, you know, I, got, I saw an interesting comment yesterday. And it was a legitimate comment. I, you know, I talk a lot about African waves, tropical waves. Gentleman had a, a legitimate question. He thought I was talking about like a wave, <laughs> like a tsunami wave. Like, that makes sense. Like I said, there's a there's a tropical wave heading west, uh, and 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 I'm like, that's a good question, but it's not a it's not a wave <laughs> on the water. Tropical waves are disturbances that are showers and thunderstorms and sometimes can spawn into low pressure systems creating tropical systems so a tropical wave is not a wave that you surf on dude a tropical wave is a wave above the surface dude <laughs> jamie you're wrong it's this july gosh almighty carry items thank you for the stars hey chris thanks for the stars well they got a lot of stars thank you kim uh, what's up dale the rays are back tonight buddy yay So that's good news. All right, so tropics are quiet. So if you're worried about the tropics, there's your official graphic for the National Hurricane Center. Uh, from from 8 a.m. Friday, no tropical systems are expected until uh, 8 a.m. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, like Wednesday, 8 a.m. <laughs> five, five days from now. Doesn't mean on Saturday we don't get a yellow circle, meaning five days from Saturday. It's five days from Friday. So Friday to... Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't know whatever five days is. I, I was terrible in math. <laughs> um, 
Chris, yeah, I heard about the new car race in Chicago. National Hammock Day. That was the last thing I was going to talk about before. Yeah, we'll talk about the MGO, Henry. Yes. So, we did a promo with Furman, as you recall. And we had a lot of people submit their photos. And I'm going to reshare it today. We're going to give everybody one more, one more chance. Today is National Hammock Day. And we're going to put together all the people that submitted uh, a picture. Uh, and I'm going to reshare it later today, so watch for it. We're going to uh, let everybody repost all the way till tonight, so the 22nd. Probably do the draw, drawing on Monday. But anyway, our good friends at Furman Generators, Furman Power Equipment, are giving away giving away a tri-fuel generator, having it shipped to your house free of charge. And all you got to do is submit a photo. Submit, And, and you got to submit the photo on our thread. So look for the thread here a little bit later today. Probably around noon, I'll post it around noon. So look, watch for noon Eastern. I'm going to reshare our Furman photo submission for National Hammock Day. And they are giving away a tri-fuel generator free to a Mike's Weather Page fan. Louie, you could win a generator. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care about generators. All right. So we'll do that later on today. Probably pull it on Monday. Give us something Monday to do. I know they got uh, raffle generators that put all the names in a hat. They can pull comments, so Phil found that for us. And Shelly's been deleting double posts, and, and we've had a lot of spam accounts. Um, so that's cool. I said the C word. Me too. Peggy, you hate math? All right, well, as we we get ready to start talking tropics, let's, let's show up our blob here. Um, as we always take a social, we always have a glass together coffee as we get rolling speaking of math emily's got homework today from her good friends here at mathnasium emily wants to be marine biologist or, mar or something in marines so she's actually going to mathnasium here in countryside highly recommend them emily has turned her grade around i'm so proud of her so poor girl had to retake math this summer but it was her choice she would Getting that GPA up, so proud of her, big time. But five days from today, I don't know what that is. All right, so here's here's that little blob over New Orleans. It's pretty feisty. The, the blob came down overnight, kind of like this. Um, yesterday, we, we had scattered severe thunderstorms, watches and warnings everywhere. And we're going to have the same today. Let me show you what's going on today real quick before we get into the tropics. Here is the latest. Um, oh, they toned it down a little bit today, huh? All right, well, it's winding down a little bit. Um, surprise, what's going on here? I don't understand why they lowered that a little bit. Well, anyway, all right, well, storm threat throughout the day isn't that bad, I guess. So there you go. There's the storm threat today. So that blob's supposed to dissipate. So, hey, how about that? Huh, that's weird. Earlier we had yellow. Anyway, that might have been leftover morning stuff. All right, so storms tomorrow. Here we go tomorrow. There's uh, isolated uh, chance in the southeast with a big threat tomorrow. Obviously, we talked about it late last night when I was live at six o'clock. But we do have a we got a pretty good little, little area tornado threat here. You know, uh, in the Wisconsin, Wisconsin, everybody say Wisconsin and Michigan or uh, yeah, uh, Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Uh, we got a five percent. That usually means a tornado watch will be up. That's tomorrow. Definitely a wind event. Big winds are rolling in, and uh, we'll look at that later. And hail. So you know, we'll see if there's a duratio possibility. But anyway, that's that's tomorrow. Big big storms tomorrow to watch. Um, 
So I'm gonna have to take that post down. I guess I messed up. I don't know. I, we had a we had a storm prediction center outlook, but they took it away. All right. Well, there you go. Good news. There is a front, by the way. Here's what we got cooking. Anyways, you're wondering what's going on. There is a frontal boundary today. Um. There you go. So that's why we have increased rains and storms across the south. All right. Well, maybe it's not that big a deal. All right. So tropics. Here's a good map. This is a good one. I'll just leave this up. We start talking tropics. All right. So this is your two week uh outlook um and we're gonna get into tropics now so by the way i am streaming live on tiktok good morning tiktok all they get to see is behind the scenes um i'm working on tiktok eventually is going to allow me to have a access to stream live from my obs software which will be seeing what i'm seeing so that's soon they randomly give that out so i figured the more we go live on tiktok uh, and then and the same holds true with Instagram. They're, they're going to be releasing the same setup. So we'll be streaming on five platforms. <laughs> Paul Thompson, FGCU. Great, good to know. Thank you for that. I'm going to say some highs real quick. Uh, I didn't say enough highs this morning. Uh, James Lewis over on YouTube. Good morning. Big sunshine. Ethan, season is not a bust. Ethan, great question. Let's talk about that here in a few seconds. Um, Tom, good morning. Good morning. Uh, we do have some... Um, we, uh, see, uh, Jennifer, you didn't think Baton Rouge knew the weather was coming. I think I posted it. Luckily, ho hopefully I posted that last night. Um, it was a big blob. You can always go to my page and see what's cooking right away. You can really get a sense looking at this infrared, uh, satellite imagery. You can see this is, uh, last night. Look at that. It really blew up overnight. You can see that. Um, and it's all tied to a frontal line, but you can see it forming last night. It really, uh, was pretty hefty. And it's still going on, actually. So, uh, FGCU, that's good to know. Um, good morning from Fort Myers, Henry Sparks. How's it going, Peggy? Hi, Kristen. Hi. Uh, I might have missed it. I don't know. Uh, University of Miami. That's great to know, Chris. She did good in her grades. I'm proud of her. I got some good highlights, James. I'm gonna put up later. Hello from Cape Coral, Lois. Busy. Everybody wants to know busy, 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 busy. But yeah, I know marine biology is very tough, West. But hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, not gonna. You know, if that's what she wants, and she's gonna try. Then good girl, go for. It. We live in Florida on the West Coast, so. But man, eh, we'll see. I changed my major. Let me tell you what. Once I got my first calculus book, and it was about that thick. Marketing was for me. <laughs> The year of the Super Bowl frogs changed me. I was like, what is that? Bud. Arr. Wise. <laughs> the whole world stopped. They're like, Arr. I think every bar in America, every party in America, the first commercial of that, whatever year that Super Bowl was, when, when all of a sudden you saw a frog, real quiet. Arr. Like, Especially everybody's been drinking, so it's like, what? And it was Bud, Wise, Arr. I was like, that, that woke me up to marketing. I'm like, I love marketing. That's my life, marketing. Surely wasn't calculus. <laughs> All right, so the season is a bust. All right, well, I put that out there. Got a little heat for it because they're like, ah, you shouldn't get people saying that. So here's a scoop. All right, I, I sound like a broken record, but some of this stuff, not, not everybody watches these things every day, so I'm going to say it anyways. We're going get, to get back at it again. Um, by the way, real quick, uh, Chris, great, great idea. What's up, buddy, Chris? Um, uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, Marine Aquarium for sure. Um, that is a great point, especially as she gets into, um, college. All right, so we are, 
<laughs> believe it or not, we're right here. So let me show you this little graph. And then we're going to talk about all this stuff. So here. Let me try to make it really cool. Maybe I'll do cursive. H. It looks like Hesse. <laughs> let's, let's do it in uh, uh, plain old text. Because I'm not a very good cursive writer. I did, well, not with a mouse. Here. It's still messed up. Looks like Henry. All right, anyway, here. That's where we're at. Um, but hey, real quick. So last thing I'm going to say about our weekend, uh, then we're going to talk. Travels are slow, so we're rambling all over the place, okay? Uh, nothing. To There's nothing imminent, 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 imminent. So if you're worried about tropics, there's no, I can't see anything to hype. And you know I love the hype. And if there was something to hype, I'd be all over it. Because I'm all about the likes. And there's nothing to hype. So, But we were in Winter Haven. Um, got to meet the uh, local tourism uh, board there. They were followers of our page. It was cool talking with him. Uh, went to some restaurants. Everybody had a good time when I posted that picture of Old Man Frank's. We went to the Caribbean Rum Across the Street. We went to Twisted Prop. That was great. We went to uh, Duke's. Oh, my God. That was good. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a good time. But I do want to give a shout out. So, listen. So, somebody found me over there. And uh, Central Florida Boat Rentals offered to take our team out, and no, no charge. We just got so messed up with our time frame. Um, but you know, if you're going to Winter Haven and Lakeland, then give these guys a shot because they were so generous to offer uh, a free pontoon ride for our girls and. Uh, 20 lakes, Winter Haven, 20 lakes and canals, they're all connected. It's the coolest thing ever, and they have all these little bars on the water. It's so pretty, and the sunsets are, like, unbelievably magnificent. So that was, definitely had no idea Winter Haven was such a, a lovely uh, town. So that was a really good time meeting the locals up there and a uh, little bit of Florida. It was, it was a lot of fun. But tropics, tropics are not a bust, Okay. This seems to be the trend this year more than ever. People think the season's a bust. And I think I've mentioned this every year. This this is this is what this is the feeling that I get every year. We get a system in May. Sometimes we get two systems in May. We get an early June system, right? The media is all excited about hurricane season with hurricane specials and you know disaster preparedness weeks and running, you know, hurricane specials. So everybody's in this hurricane mood, you know, because you gotta admit a little bit of excitement is around with hurricane season. So we always get this early little pop of a storm here and there. You know, they all start from frontal lines. You get a lot, you know, and I always say you need a seed. You got to have a seed planted in order for tropical systems to start. Well, early season systems are usually tropical waves sometimes, but usually they're old fronts. Fronts are low pressure boundaries. They dump off some rain and storms and they sit and they linger and they start to spin up and you get systems early season from old fronts. That's your seed. So, then we get a few storms. Everybody's all, man, this season's going to be crazy. You know, oh my God. And then we get July. July rolls around. Guess what? Nothing happens every year. Every year. Uh, I bring it up all the time. I don't mean to be like a broken record, but we, we grew up at Daytona for the Firecracker 400. And I don't remember any time with Tropical System ever stopped Daytona. So July is really not that busy. And if you look at this graph where we're at, this lull period here is the same as December. Um, so 
it's normal. The season's not a bust. The season's not a bust. Season's not a bust. Now, if we're into the middle of September and we haven't had a system, yeah, you can 100% say the season's a bust, but it's normal. It's normal for the season to be slow. So don't 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 think it's not. And I'm not a hyper by any means on this. Trust me. Because lots of signs are pointing towards an active season. Um, water temperatures in the Gulf are warmer than normal. Uh, we've had uh, a lot of long-range monsoonal outlooks for Africa showing increased rains that, that stem from the Western Hemisphere. Indian Ocean, they come across Africa. Right, Shelly? Shelly, we talked about this. You talked about this. <laughs> I stop at Africa. She goes to the Indian Ocean. But there's a lot of modeling that suggests we're going to have a, a, a wetter <laughs> uh, African season, which you know puts out tropical waves. And um, and we're in La Nina. La Nina is is a is a big big part of hurricane season. We're, when we're in La Nina, uh, we have a lot less shear across the um, Atlantic, and uh, it's already starting to show up in some of our um, shear maps here. And you can really see some dips happen. And this is your Caribbean shear. Black line is your normal wind shear, uh, middle, you know, your vertical uh, instability, basically. And uh, this this is dipping way below normal already for July and August. So just because we've had low shear, we haven't had any system, that's because we still have African dust. Water temperature is still taking time to warm up overall in the Atlantic. So the fact of the matter is, is uh, wind shear is lower than normal because of La Nina. So once we get in these peak months of August, uh, you know, September and October, when it's already at the lowest, you add in La Nina, it's going to be even lower. And that is another reason that um, here's the overall tropical Atlantic. And you can see that it's running below the normal uh, wind shear. So, yeah, that's the way it goes. You know, you look at seasonal activity, uh, you know, July is usually slow. Look at this. Not a lot of not a lot of stuff to look at as far as numbers, uh, but once we get into um, August, uh, boom! You know we didn't have any orange or any green here. This is July, just a little bit. So blue is uh, ten to twenty nine named storms basically. Blue is a lot of activity, um, but it, uh, the colors increase with more activity. So blue is the minimum, the, the least amount of activity. Green, 30 to 50. Orange, 50 to 70. Red, 70 plus. So green, green here indicates that in July, we have these fronts that come down and we get a little bit of systems, kind of like Colin. Uh, there was a couple I thought we might have had that we never did have. But that's why we have more activity in July here. And these are from old fronts that end up sticking around. You roll into August and boom, look. We're starting to see this orange and red and this is our african waves that start to come across these are these are our seeds um and you know they get going we get uh warm tropical jet uh warm tropical uh gulf stream waters here off the east coast uh really help to start to brew systems and uh you know the water temperatures in general are, are warming up here uh especially down in the caribbean so this is august and then of course we get into september and holy cow look at the activity and it really gets going in august and september this is september african waves watching african waves um and then october it shifts back down to this october's a sneaky month uh the african waves start to uh get cut off and we really don't see many uh waves anymore everything now starts to brew down here 
and uh, this is where we got to watch you know we get a lot of late October systems that come up meaningful October systems like names that you don't want to ever see again uh, and that's because that is the part of the world and that is when the water is the hottest in the Caribbean this this water uh, is absolutely smoking uh, September October uh, ocean heat content tent is warm uh, but we get cold fronts that come down in October and generally everything eventually turns so Texas usually the Texans tell me that they love October because cold fronts pretty much guarantee that uh, these systems are going to get pulled up and turn off to the northeast. So, you know, falling football rolls around. Everybody stops talking about the tropics, especially when we've had a, a heavily active season. It, it really bothers me a lot because I, I swear once October rolls around and we get the first fall foliage maps, everybody wants to talk about the changing of the leaves football starts to come into play all the news is now focused on football cold fronts fall leaves but you know what we are still in like the most possibly the most active time for hurricane season that water is the hottest uh and we saw that with michael um just a couple years ago so that is that uh going back to some history here since we're on that theme of history let me show you some more cool graphics. Um, I did see, I was watching Eric Burris today. I really like watching that guy. Um, he did point out today that the uh, hurricane hunters are going to start flying to um, the Cape Verde Islands. I don't know how to say it correctly. He says it's so sexy. I can't say it very sexy. Um, but the, they're going to start flying to the islands and... Um, uh, they're going to actually fly missions from the islands off the, the uh, coast of Africa. So that's pretty cool. Somebody's here. Or is that Sarah? What time is it? Hello? I keep forgetting the kids are home from school. Freaks me out. I'm used to August and September and October doing these lives in a very quiet house. <laughs> and I'll never get used in the summertime when all of a sudden I see a head roll by or something. I'm like, what? Who is that? <laughs> it's easy, Sarah. John, can I start over? <laughs> 919, man, where you been? Oh, my God. Um, so here's a great little tidbit. This is a Weather Channel graphic, but it's data. Uh, these are your five uh, category, four category five hurricanes. And, and the, the stat here is that they blew up in three days. There were tropical um, storms three days out. We shared that a bunch. Now, here's a, a new graphic the Hurricane Center has put out this year. Um, Man, you're snoring loud today, Hunter. I'm going to have to start throwing koozies over there to get you stopping. I, I throw koozies at the dogs to keep them from snoring. That's right. You make a lot of noise. Um, so here, this, this graphic here is a very interesting graphic. This one shows you that we have had um, 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 9. We've had 9 hurricanes hit Conal, U.S., Conus, Conus. I, I try to say, I never, <laughs> when I don't put, when I don't put Conus on there, people get kind of mad. Hey, what about us in the Virgin Islands? Um, which, which, which one's that, Shelly? Old Storm Tracks website. Um, the uh, folks get all, you know, worked up uh, because U.S. Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico. So I always make sure when you see the word Conus, I'm talking about continental u.s so 
And it makes sense because we have a lot of people watching now. They get confused because not everybody lives in the United States that watches our page. So I really, you know, if you wonder why I'm talking about Bermuda sometime, believe it or not, man, we got thousands of fans of Bermuda. <laughs> we got fans in Trinidad. We got fans in countries that I didn't even know where the heck they were on the maps. Um, so anyway, so nine, we've had nine hurricanes that were 150 miles an hour plus. I said that right here. I don't know why I had to count. Nine. Um, so nine U.S. landing hurricanes have been 150 miles an hour or plus. That's crazy. Out of those nine, eight of them were tropical storms three days out. So one, rapid intensification is real. But the, the, the point of this graphic and showing it again is look at, look, look at this. I mean, other than Andrew... Well, Andrew still was a major hurricane. It went through Florida and it was still strong. But look, the Gulf of Mexico. So, not to, to ignore our friends here in the Carolinas, just these big, powerful, 150 mile an hour plus hurricanes seem like they all stemmed in one spot down here, except for Andrew, which came across, and then it's, it maintained that intensity and came across the upper Gulf Coast. So, you know, that's why, you know, they're talking a lot about these water temperatures uh, sneaking up. And here, this this one I find very fascinating, too. This is your ocean heat content map. And uh, those these colors are typically what you see in more August, September. This is the intensity of the, the water below the surface and how hot things are and how, how deep the water is. The deeper the hot water goes, the more fuel that can be pulled up in a hurricane. So this is pretty... This is pretty uh, Early, this is pretty early season OHC. Not not trying to hype anything, but these colors right here indicate very hot, deep water. And, and usually you don't see it this early in the season. Usually these are colors you see later in the season. So, you know, it could be something to, to, to think about down the road. Um, we talked about the loop current last night, so I'm not going to get into that. So let's talk about our wave that could be coming. Shelly wants me to share a link on past storm tracks. I think... The only one that I can think of that I got here, I got Hurricane History. I got History. Well, that's not the right one. Now you got me thinking. Past tracks. Coast Hurricanes. I mean, you know, this one you have to type in uh, each storm. Uh, Michael 2018. This is a good site. I mean... I like this one. This one kind of shows um, where it formed. There's that October storm. There's that turn to the northeast. Rapid intensification. Going over top those warm loop eddy, uh, loop eddies of the Gulf of Mexico. Let's see what other cool maps I got. Um, the dog is really snoring loud today. <laughs> Hunter, you got to knock it off, buddy. You gotta knock it off. <laughs> he's got on my. He's, he's got a knock. You hear that snoring? I hear that snoring. Yeah, he's snoring. He's looking right at me too. He's like, "Damn it, I am not stopping storming, snoring." Oh, now he's coming over here. Come here, buddy. You good boy. Now you know I'm talking about you. He just got up. Come here. Go see your brother. Yeah, go see your brother. <laughs> 
He's 10 pounds now, by the way. We took him to the vet for two days because Julie was able to come over to softball. And um, 10 pounds now. I can't believe it. Come here. 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 Ah, he ran away. He likes to play now. Oh. Oh, Shelly. Oh. Okay. That one. Man, just pull my arm out. I'm getting old. Only person that can get injured doing a weather show. <laughs> All right. So here, I think this is what Shelly's talking about. All right, then we're going to talk about, there is a wave we're going to talk about. It's not, not very weak, weak possibilities. Um, past tropical cyclone links right here. This little guy right here. Right there. God, Hunter, just snoring full today. All right, here we go. Let me close this out. This is um, <clears throat> these radar loops. These are um, your past tropical cyclone radar loops. This is really awesome this is put together by a gentleman named brian mcnoldy out of the university of miami uh and you can really track storms in the past and he's got all these storms dating all the way back to um andrew believe it or not hurricane florence that was 2006 there's another one obviously the the bigger storm was uh, not 2006 it was uh there's sandy let's look at some sandy loops i haven't looked at that in a while let's look at dover sandy was was a mixed storm because it was supposed to go out to sea i don't think you're gonna be close enough to see the eye on this one kind of there there it comes into play you start to see the bands coming in there's sandy big big wide there's it was ugly i mean it was, it was a one made it was just a big big oh there it comes See that turn in? Bam. There it is right there. Lots of rain with Sandy. Oh, uh, well, I guess we'll zoom down to Andrew. Here's Andrew. Oh, I don't want to bring up bad memories, but there's Andrew. That was a August storm into August. Everybody thought the season was, was slow, was a bust, and boom, out of nowhere, uh, Hurricane Andrew, Category 5. 1992. Very powerful. Samantha, you're late. We're going to have a tardy Corinth. Florence, 18, yeah. Yeah, Stephanie, that was the bad one. Um, that I'm sure they retired it after that. But it re rotated every six years. So, um, this here's... I don't know if we had it one in 12 or not that was significant enough for him to do it. But... But we fast forward to um, 16, and there it is right here. Um, or maybe it was 18. Heck, I don't remember now. Harvey. What the hell year was it? I think it was 18, actually. There's four. It was 18. F 18, Stephanie. Here is uh, Wilmington Long Range. Let's take a look at Florence. Florence was a... Uh, it was category four out in the Atlantic, and every news headline, oh, downgraded, downgraded, downgraded. Everybody like, oh, that's not going to be nothing. Then it turned out to be a huge flooding problem that ended up going south a little bit, pushed a lot of water up into New Bern, and there was record flooding with um, Florence. It just stopped, went south, and uh, just sat there pumping in this water, and it was relentless. It just hung around, kind of like Harvey. And, you know, there's that dip south. It rode the coast a little bit south of Wilmington. And it just rain trained for days. Uh, tons of rain just came in. It was unbelievable the amount of rain, uh, flooding rains. And when you say rain trains, you get a spot like this, 
And you just get a constant, constant flow of the same spot. These rain bands, they're relentless. They just sit there and they just, you know, you just get pounded. Uh, they call it rain training. And in the last uh, week or two, we had a couple bad uh, flooding events across Virginia and Carolinas. And it was all due to this rain training where you just get a line of storms. And they just, you know, so the, the big, big ones coming in off the Atlantic because they, they refuel, especially the Gulf Streams, warm. But these ranges, look at it, look, look, just, just follow these bands like Wilmington. Just watch, watch, watch right here, Wilmington. This red band just stayed right there. It just stayed there. It just stayed there for a day and uh, juicing things up. All right. So long range tropics. All right. You can always kind of look long range. I got these two maps here. Kind of shows you general areas that uh, are being brought up. And, you know, the colors are getting a little bit more active. I mean, it's just a probability index that's blends some ensembles and models together and uh, produces areas that look likely and it's it's gradually increasing you got your percentages down here purple to blues a little more so here's that i go up here to number three is a cheater little site on the top here number three then you look back at like let's say oh you know what it didn't update it hasn't updated it goes through these stages where they don't update it, it hadn't been updated since the seventh so guess what none of that um but we'll look at the bottle runs because there are there are some signs. Let's 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 go straight into. I tell you what, let's just go straight into where we're talking, and then we'll go into uh, tropical tidbits. So I always like the water probability maps or water precipitable water maps because it kind of shows you uh, the moisture and what we're looking at. So <clears throat> let's go to Monday of next week. So boom, right here. All right. So I'm gonna stop right here. This is next Monday. Next Monday. A couple things to note. Currently, we have a huge plume of dust in, in the Atlantic right now. It's supposed to be a little break next week, given time maybe for one of these little waves to stick. But this little guy right here, or it could be Danielle. I don't mean to say guy. It could be, could be this gal. Well, there's Danny's. There's, no, there's Dan. Well, Danielle, Danny, whatever. Uh, let's just stick to tropical wave. Uh, but here we go. Watch this little spot. This little guy right here. Uh, I can't say guy. This little gal. This little thing. This little thing. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. Um, this is Monday of next week. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch it. All right. It's coming off a little higher. A lot of these tropical waves so far this season were too far south. They ended up, you know, crashing into South America. Um, but we're starting to see signs that our our, our ITCZ line, the intertropic convergence zone, is starting to lift a little bit, and enabling our waves to travel a little bit more higher above that that 10 degree uh, mark. Usually 10 degrees below, storms have a hard time lifting up eventually. 10 degrees, yeah, that's kind of the magic number, you know, kind of like your sleep number bed. Um, Telford, 1917, what's up, buddy? Let's see some comments real quick. Uh, uh, Murthic, 100%. Um, Puerto Rico, hey, there's a blob by Puerto Rico. It's, it's just a wave, nothing nothing organized. Um, oh, there you go, uh, Stephanie. Uh, yep, if you know the link, it's on there. It's kind of a bad memory for you guys. I don't know. Not on a Monday. Well, today's Friday. Not on a Monday. It feels like Monday because I was at softball. All right, so we're going to watch this little guy. So this little wave right here is the one we're going to be watching maybe the next week. People always want to know what's next. This is the only thing that I can see on consistently with long-range models 
you know, I don't jump in the early runs like I used to because they'll burn you every time. And then you get everybody gets into this like cry wolf syndrome, including me. So I usually wait a little while before you start to see uh, consistency with models and you start to see that conditions also are going to become favorable. So conditions toward the end of the month are going to slowly become a little more favorable. The MJO is starting to slide to an enhanced stage. There is a wave coming in from the Pacific. The Pacific is very active right now. And let me go to that real quick because when they all, you know, old school thumb, when the, when the Pacific is hot, the Atlantic is not. And, you know, we're starting to see more uh, storms popping up again. There's two circles out there. Uh, Central Pacific, I don't think anything really going on in Central Pacific. Darby ended up being, well, did you see the wedding video of the, the wave that crashed from Darby? It was like a rogue wave. I don't know where it came from, but they were all set up and all of a sudden one wave came out of nowhere and just <laughs> crashed their wedding party. So when the Pacific's hot, usually the Atlantic's not. All right, so um, with a bazillion windows open now, I have to go back to where I was. All right, so we're going to watch this wave. Here we go. There's Tuesday next week. There we go. There's that little wave. We're just going to watch it. It, it, it. It's the Euro, and it, it just rides it along, you know, its own little thing. And there you go. So I keep saying the end of the month, the Caribbean. So that this this is this is the wave right here. That starts here on Tuesday, and it's going to reach the Caribbean by the end of the month, which would be the 31st. First, um, been very, very, very consistent. I post, I've been posting on it for several days. Same time frame, end of the month, Caribbean, Lesser Antilles. Whether or not it develops, who the heck knows? It's too far away to know that. But we are seeing consistency that we can see that juice. You can see it. Boom, boom. That's the wave. That. It, so there you go. Uh, let's, go to, let's go to Levi's site. This is Tropical Tidbits. We're going to go to Monday. Here it is coming in off of um, a little different placement. There's two of them here. You know, what you, what you see with bottling, too, is the, the initialization is really rough early going. But, but when you see a, a blending of low pressures merging together, then the models are sniffing the same thing. Um, GFS... This little dot, this little blue area, here's the 30th, you know, nothing showing really organized, but it is showing a little spinach, possibly meaning, could have a, a low, low pressure area trying to get going. So, so there you go. Again, later, late, late month, this is the 30th, um, you know, I mean, you could argue it, you know, that little energy here, this is uh, Hispaniola, the first, you know, keys. The third, lot, you know, there's just so many variables. And, and it, because it's it's weak, it goes west, rides along this big Atlantic high-pressure system. And, you know, there's a little sign that maybe it could be in the Gulf uh, Wednesday, Thursday, August the 4th. But, that, you know, there's so many ifs and buts. The main thing is we watch we're, what we're looking at first. Here it is, going over the Cape Verde Islands, same as the, the Euro. This is the GFS. This is tropicaltidbits.com, by the way. Levi, I, I forgot to mention that. I always... I always tell Levi, I always make sure to give him credit. It's his site. I used to not do it enough. We're kind of halfway friends now. No, we are buddies. We follow each other. <laughs> I support him big time. But anyway, uh, Tropical Tidbit. This is the vorticity map, too. This this measures the amount of lower-level spin in the atmosphere. Um, great little tool because you can kind of just keep your eye on the highlighted areas of where to watch. Um there's the GFS, very weak signature. Go to the Euro, same map. Uh, we're gonna go to 00Z. Let's go to middle week. We're gonna see color here, start to brew. 
There it comes. You can see it spinning. You know, it appears that it already has spin next week. This is next Tuesday. You know, the Euro's, you know, showing it. Uh, you know, it doesn't organize it. Keep your eyes on this general area. But it's it's, it's got my attention. You know, this it's lifted a little bit higher over the runs. Um, this is uh, next uh, 30th, Saturday the 30th. There's our little spot. And, uh, you know, we'll see what it does. I don't know. You know, there's the Virgin Islands. I mean, come on. I mean, this is still 10 days away. But it's very interesting to watch. It could be a little spot to watch. That's all. Nothing to hype about. This is the 31st. Um, you know, Rainmaker, yeah, there's the juice coming in. See the juice? There's the juice. Next 31st. 30, 31st. Uh, the Canadian model. Kind of showing it, too. Um Let's rewind out of this area and go back to the whole width of the Atlantic Ocean and see um, coming in off of Africa the 25th. There's a big broad low. This is Monday. Um, you know, and it doesn't do too much. You know, there's a little spot. This is Saturday the 30th. See, all right, enough about that. You kind of know where I'm getting at. That's the spot we could watch. Here's next... Um, uh, Wednesday, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, coming in off Africa. Here's the low pressure spot on the icon. It's our good modeling. I love the icon. And it just shows a general, you know, low pressure track across the Atlantic. So we'll see, you know, typical storms. Let's see. When, when do they start popping in July? Uh, we can look at, you know, uh, this would be, you know, end of July. By the way, we're on TikTok streaming. There's people watching. Shelly might be over there. I don't know. Hey, Shelly is over there. Shelly's three places at once. <laughs> uh, it's a good map. 21st to 31st. So, yeah. Let's look at this. So, this is tropical history from July 21st to the 31st. This is over 150 years, whatever. 1951. There, see, there's where I need my math again. This is how I do math. <laughs> I go over here... And I hit calculator. This is my math. <laughs> 2015 to 1851. Uh, that's the last 164 years. <laughs> Remember the Texas Instrument calculators? They were like big and like $100. And there was no buttons on there that made any sense except... 1 through 10, plus, minus, times, and division. <laughs> There's all these buttons on there. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Ooh, doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo. Um, no Cat 6. Nope. Only for Ethernet cables. I, you know, I think the Cat 6 thing, I don't really believe... I mean, we really... If, if you think about it... Uh, there's been, I don't ever say the word only, but there's, there's been four cat fives that have, uh, hit the United States. Not very common, but here's your history map showing, um, spots that have formed in, in the month, uh, July 21st to the 30, 31st. So we are seeing that we can start to see waves out here not uncommon so and look you know they are a little bit below the islands you know sometimes when they come off high they they recurve a little more but week goes west they ride along that high high pressure atlantic um 
and bubble, 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 depending on how strong this high pressure system is. Stronger the high, more west they go. Anyway, all right, what else we got? So there's that, uh, you know, a little wave chance. This weekend's weather, let's take a looky real quick at uh, the weekend forecast. I've got some cool tools. I was sitting there thinking today, all good thoughts come in the morning when you're sitting down, not on your desk. Not at your desk. Not, I'm not going any farther than that. <laughs> not going to tell you where it came from. Ben, correct. Cape Verde hurricanes are usually late season. Usually. They can get going, though. Look at, I'm going to look at the dust map here in a second. Well, let's look at the dust map now since we're talking hurricanes. All right, so here is your... Dear, dear, uh, let's look at... I don't, I don't know what's going on with our... Um, runs are coming in late. The NASA map hasn't been updating, so we got to go to cams. Um... I think we can go to 12Z. Does it go farther out? Which one of these went out 40 hours? See, it's just it's just randomly updating. I don't know what's going on. We can go look at some other ones. But I, I was trying to figure out why this was doing this. It did. It had yesterday's run. Thought it did. Didn't even have that. Oh, oh there's one. All right, so this is old. I'm getting a haircut today too, by the way. I gotta get get chopped up. Um So here's a dust map. It's cool. This shows you the amount of dust in the air. And this is coming in off of Africa. This is kind of like behind because there's an update in a while, but this is kind of where we're at. So all this is dust, dry air in the atmosphere, and it all starts from Africa. And currently we got this big plume coming across, and, and we get into late next week. Here's the 27th, the 27th, 20th, 27th of June, July. Where the hell did June go? It's July. Um, and we can see a little void here indicating that wave we could possibly, or we're low. Sometimes they don't designate tropical waves. I call them a tropical wave low because you don't know what they're going to call it. But it could be right here because when we get into the 31st, well, it only goes the 29th. We got a little void here, so that wave could see a little bit of break with the dust. Um, currently, there's a lot of dust. Currently, uh, my Fox Hurricane has a great image I put on here for everybody to click on it. That's what we're looking at right now. This is uh, Thursday, actually 8 a.m. We can go forward. It doesn't update all the time, so here's kind of where we're at now. So the huge dust coming across the Atlantic right now. This is. Uh, Another dust plume, they call them. And this one could reach um, the Caribbean. This is over the Saturday. It's tomorrow. So there it is. I mean, it moves fast. It's upper level winds, man. They rock it from, um, from Africa. So we'll go to the end of the map. This would be Sunday. So here's Sunday, 11 p.m., dust. And, uh, yeah. So... Next to the weekend, lots of lots of dust out there. This 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 is likely going to reach uh, Bahamas and Florida early next week, hazing up the skies, adding the heat. Here's your long range forecast again. This is day three to day seven. Excessive heat. Everybody knows that excessive heat. Seven twenty four to seven twenty eight. That's through the weekend. 
end of next week. Excessive heat across Texas all the way to Maine. Um, far as weekend weather goes, I like this map right here. Day one, day seven, right here. Animate day one, day seven. I love this map because you can really get a sense of what's happening. And there we go. So let's go today. There's a bug flying around. Got it. <laughs> so we got a little high pressure over Florida again. There's the H. Let's keep things a little dry. Uh, approaching front. This is our storms from pretty much Louisiana across to Carolinas. A little bit of rain, South Florida. All right, so we get through the day. That's pretty much through today. Today we go to tomorrow. There's tomorrow's action. You know, random rains, Florida Peninsula. Nothing, nothing out of the normal. Uh, I'll look at the HRR here in a second. We've got high pressure locked in over the Big Bend area. That's kind of keeping things a little bit more um, dry for the upper Gulf Coast. This is tomorrow rains. Get into Sunday. High pressure. Now look, high pressure slides over. Uh, west a little bit, indicating more chances for west coast of Florida rains. East coast staying a little bit more drier as high pressure builds back in on the Atlantic side, keeping things drier on the east coast. Uh, so there's there's your uh, Sunday rains. You know, nothing, nothing really organized, just normal southeast rains. Um, Monday rains, kind of just normal, nothing big. Tuesday could get a little more juicier down here in South Florida. It looks like high pressure moves away, allowing more moisture to invade the state. Here's 12, uh, 12 Tuesday. Right, here's Wednesday rains. Just normal. Nothing really showing up. Look at that big old dry pocket, though. Here comes Thursday next week. Almost no rain Thursday. Probably means high is building in. It did mean high is building in. High pressure builds in toward the end of the week. Look at that. Boom, no rain. This is Thursday, Friday, next week. That could change a little bit, but high pressure leading up to another frontal line. So, so there you go. Let's look at that. Uh, one more thing we'll look at. Let's get uh, next 48 hour rains. Um, from the HRR, we'll just keep it on locked in to everybody. You can see what's cooking across the Gulf Coast, Atlantic Coast region. And. Here's what we got today. We got that little rain bubble happening over Upper Gulf, Lower Louisiana, Mississippi right now. And it could stay around. This is uh, through noontime today. Look, still rain in Baton Rouge, Lake Charles. This little blob of rain still going on. Got some rains popping in South Florida later this afternoon. And later tonight, there's that blob making its way into Texas some. Good news for y'all. This is tonight, rains, Friday. A little bit of storms across Florida. So the flow across Florida today is uh, east to west, kind of southeast to northwest, but that's your flow today. So everything from Florida is kind of flowing like this today. So west coast of Florida gets it later tonight. Um, tomorrow, uh, there's, a, there's tonight, nothing really showing up. So tomorrow morning, there's that storms tomorrow we talked about a lot. Making its way uh, for the uh, Wisconsin and um, Minnesota. 
Tomorrow morning, pretty dry across south. A few little scattered showers coming in off the Gulf tomorrow, uh, coming up. High pressure again. Remember, high pressure is somewhere down here, meaning we have a clockwise flow, which means any storms are going to be popping in off the Gulf early morning for the upper Gulf Coast. This is tomorrow morning, so that means we can have some isolated water spouts sneaking in in the morning. There's that flow tomorrow. Just kind of random juice coming up tomorrow. And then as we get throughout the day tomorrow, more of the same. Storms popping along the Atlantic coast tomorrow afternoon. Storms across Florida. Normal afternoon stuff. Flows kind of the same, east to west. And Sunday morning's dry. So it's a pattern. Sun, you know, it's Saturday morning kind of dry. A few isolated showers for the upper Gulf Coast. Things get a little more juicy as daytime heating comes along for the uh, Atlantic East Coast. Florida flows a little bit more. You know, and it's cool to see that flow. When you get a flow like this, it also means the moisture gets pumping in here, which is more afternoon th thunder showers. So looks like the pattern is the same Sunday. La 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 la. How about that? What do you think? What, what do you? Uh, how about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Anyway. Um. Oh yeah, no. Her, or uh, Chris talking about our drought. Um, Utah. I don't know about Utah. Call him Baton Rouge. That's a Garth Brooks song. <laughs> so, anything else cooking? James, are you still here? I can show you one softball highlight for the weekend. I'm putting, I work hard. So I got a one o'clock. I got some time to do it. Um, Emily has some pretty good highlights. Um, gotta find her i can't remember where she's there she is all right here she is popping up here all right so here's one you know this is only one game so we played a um really tough teams this weekend all they came from all around the country and uh, but just check this out it's pretty cool here i'm gonna show my tiktok friends too this is really cool so so there she is at shortstop right and watch this play this is amazing i thought so Watch your shortstop. Boom. Took off. Ooh, fully lateral. <laughs> Get dirty in the grass. And then here's an awesome double. Bam. That little girl went right over to center fielder, hit the fence, and she got a legit double out of it. So that was pretty cool. That team was throwing some heat, man. She was in the lower 60s. But this play here, watch this. This is phenomenal. I'll just tell you what. She just impresses the heck out of me. Watch. I don't know how to stop it. I thought I could scroll it like this. Yeah, I can't. All right, so here we go. So here's the pitch. Pitch's incoming. Look at this. Here we go. Here it comes. 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 And then she makes kind of, boom, there's the reaction time. All right, she just hit it, right? The ball's in the air. Everybody's like, oh, crap. Okay, she hit it. Now what? Watch this reaction time. She sees it's coming her way. Kicks those little feet in. Look at that. Oof. 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 Oof, oof, oof. Like, I'm gonna, she's like, look at that stride, man. Striding good. And all of a sudden, you see the ball show up right about there. Do you see the ball? There's the ball right here. There's the ball. She's already starting to lay out. It's like, oh, man, what am I going to do? And then, oh, bam, on the ground. Look at that. <laughs> I don't think, I, oh, that had to hurt, too. I don't think I could do that. 
I don't know how she does it. I, I couldn't do that. Anyway. Hey, guys, talking about my truck. Hey, appreciate that. So far, so good. Listen. Listen. Oh, God. I feel like I'm stealing my buddy Justin. Um, I can't say listen. Um, but uh, the truck, who knows? It had, uh, all of a sudden, one day, the red light, it clunk, and it went into like, and the uh, um, traction control light came on. Check engine light came on, and uh, it went away. It went away in like a minute. Um, the dealer guy said, oh, it might be a bad valve. He said, they have, they've been having issues with valves. And I'm like, well, is it mechanical? You know, they put zero ten oil in these things. I'm like, that's like water, you know. So, so far, so good. Not going I went and bought some good old Marvel Mystery Oil, right? I mean, I grew up. That stuff's been around since the early 1900s. Um, I dumped in a quart of Marvel Mystery Oil. Knock on wood. It's been running amazing. Maybe it just had some, some weak oil in there, you know. I don't know. I need an oil change. So, anyway, thanks for the catch. Good catch. Good catch. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. So, and then, then Julie on her way home from Winter Haven, this freaking uh, air conditioner went off. Now I know why, because when she got home, she saw it had a warning that the engine was hot. So she went to work yesterday and the engine hot light came back on again. And um, so I went to pick it up, check the radiator. It was about a gallon low of water. So the good news is it's probably just a water pump. But I'm like, man, I can't have two cars out of commission at the same time. That's like double trouble. Bogo. Bogo car problems. <laughs> All right, cool beans. Well, that's about it. We've been reacting about an hour. So remember, we're going to be doing our uh, post around noontime. Um, I'll, I'm going to reshare the generator post so you can get one last chance to put your uh, name or post a photo. And it's National Hammock Day today which is awesome. Everybody loves a hammock on Friday. Just chill out, head to your local ABC, fine wine spirits, buy some good old seltzers. Everybody knows I love my seltzers. I love seltzers. Oh, I love them. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll pull the winner probably Monday for that giveaway. So it was, it's been amazing. I think we had a couple thousand people submit photos. So all you gotta do is submit a photo of your, of your happy place it could be your back porch it could be the pool it could be your car it could be a bar <laughs> could be a car it could be a bar um you know and uh it could be a hammock so all right have a great day everybody thank you karen how's the karen you are virgin islands i, I believe i remember you got some rain coming to you next 30th 31st tropical wave coming Lisa, thank you. What's up, David Berryhill? Hey, David, how was your trip to Margaritaville? Haven't seen you. Did you go to Did you go Did you go to Old Red? Was there a good band there? Chris, good point. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you, Stephanie Stokes. How you doing? Hard hurricane season. Should have answered that warranty call. <laughs> no, the good thing is the drivetrain warranty is up for another year. But the problem is parts. He said, man, some uh, there's some trucks that have been waiting months. But Julie's driving the truck. She hates that truck. She's like, I hate your truck. 
anyway all right so thanks everybody watching on tiktok we actually had a couple hundred people at one time that's really cool one day we'll get our special little uh button that lets us stream live on obs which would be what we're seeing now and instagram too so here's yesterday i'm confused of the post i did that was yesterday's post storms possible tomorrow thursday so that that panned out i think i messed up this morning well that was the morning storms so it wasn't really inaccurate it was the morning leftovers i posted this at like six in the morning i love getting up early and posting things but sometimes nobody's awake here's a good picture this is your water anomaly map. I shared this earlier, if you saw it. Very interesting. So water anomalies are uh, what the current conditions are compared to averages. And sometimes it goes back 150 years. I don't know. But this is where your water temperatures are at compared to averages. And uh, I see this almost every year. The Atlantic starts out cool. Sometimes you get a lot of media hype about it. But... There's not a lot because usually cooler water doesn't mean a lot of storms. But the water temperatures, you know, this you got, you got to be careful. This is only like one degree. It's not like major um, differences in water anomaly. So there you go, James. Thank you, man. I-4 is still terrible, by the way. I'm so glad we stayed over in Winter Haven because as soon as we got on Interstate 4 yesterday, it's like, stop. I, 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 I can't handle it. I don't know. My great state of Florida, the biggest flaw in Florida is Interstate 4. Man, it's just so depressing. It was such a, it used to be such an easy ride on Interstate 4. Now it's just like, it's just awful, man. Terrible. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what time of day. Anyway, water temperatures. So the water temperatures in the Atlantic are cool, cooler than normal by a little bit. This is really due to the African dust. I haven't seen many articles about that this year, but I have in years past, so I know it's true. When we have these big, large plumes of African dust, which we've seen the last couple of weeks, which are very normal uh, this time of year, uh, it actually acts like a blanket. The, the dust actually blocks sunlight. And just a little bit of blocked sunlight cools the Atlantic, or keeps the Atlantic cooler. So believe it or not, the African dust actually... Um, acts like a, a solar blanket and uh keeps the atlantic cooler than normal this time of year this this can change overnight this is not a long range uh forecast this is just current anomalies but it is an indicator that we've had a lot of uh, dust the last week and and the and thus the atlantic waters cool down and they're now below normal a little bit doesn't have anything to do with the season doesn't have anything to do Meaning anything other than right now, this week, the water's a little cooler. It, it can change quick. Uh, but what is also showing up on the map is the Gulf. And the Gulf has consistently been warmer than normal. And, and that is reality. The Gulf's... All, all this uh, heat that we've been seeing, uh, extreme heat across the south, uh, high pressure being uh, locked in. We got more heat coming, which obviously this extends down into the Gulf. Um, so excessive heat coming all this heat just warms the gulf of mexico up and then you add that along with the uh, uh deeper than usual push of this loop current um this throughout the year last year into the year really stretched up here and brought in 
uh, warmer water. And this little loop eddy is going to break off and it's going to meander around for a month or so. So this, you know, something to watch down the road. Um, the deeper up that this loop current loop eddy goes, that's more fuel for potential storms down the road. Uh, and the other thing, of course, that we mentioned earlier was this uh, ocean heat content to me is definitely uh, more intense in July than I've, I, not that I track it, it just seems higher than normal. As a matter of fact, if I go back to a graphic I put out um, years uh, years ago talking about this, uh-oh, um, it would be here. All right, so, interesting. So, when I did this graphic um, a long time ago, this was um, Irma. Irma here. And I was showing this same graphic, the ocean heat content map, and just noting this graphic was taken in September, and it shows the ocean heat content in the Gulf, showing that little bit of loop current, loop eddy bubble. Um, that's current, July. So that's pretty close. I mean, obviously, Caribbean was deeper in, in September, which it should be, but as far as the Gulf goes, the Gulf's kind of right there. That's And that was the article that came out a little bit ago about golf could be a spot. That's common sense. I showed that graphic earlier. Almost all of our major hurricanes have all been in this Gulf region. So that's nothing new. So, I'm not trying to hype anything on that. You just never know. Every other thing I say is hype or not. You just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, oh, and the last thing we got to talk about is uh, MGO. We're kind of in a neutral stage. However, however, things are sliding over. We're getting this um, indicator that we're going to be seeing this wave come across, propagating over. Um, could be, whoops, oh boy. All right, here we go. This one right here. Um, there we go. So we're kind of in this suppressed stage of the MGO, which uh, introduces a lot of sinking air dry air squashes thunderstorms these waves make their way across the atlantic when the atlantic's hot the pacific when the pacific's hot the atlantic's not that's because usually they have an enhanced mjo we don't and we can play tic-tac-toe does anybody ever win a tic-tac-toe i just did yay um so it looks like we're going to see one of these waves come across this would be uh end of this is july 31st first part of august so all the signs are end of June, end of August, end of July, into early August. We could see a um, MJO cycle, which means increased activity here. Another great model site, Mike Venturance showing that. So you know these waves travel. I got a graphic on the site here that kind of just shows everything in a nutshell what the um, MJO is. You can Google it. I have links on my page. Basically, when we're an enhanced MJO, it allows thunderstorms to form much easier. Upward motion, a natural upward allowing thunderstorms to build. When thunderstorms build upwards, they create low pressure areas and they have an easier time to get organized. When we have a squashing downward motion of the MJO, sinking air, dry air, it just kind of flattens out thunderstorm possibilities. And generally, generally, not all the time, but usually, in a suppressed MJO stage, uh, it's harder for thunderstorms to get brewing. 
easier for um, thunderstorms to get going when we have an enhanced stage. So an enhanced stage is coming, bottom line, end of the month, early August. Uh, one more graphic I wanted to show you. I like going back to this little presentation graphic because I got a lot of cool stuff on here. Um, but looking back at Elsa. Elsa. We had Elsa last year, 2021. And it totally underperformed. Totally. Totally underperformed. Hurricane Hunters were out there flying. Hurricane Hunters were off the coast of Sarasota. Hurricane Hunters found a thousand millibars. They found hurricane force winds on the eastern quadrant. Purples are hurricane force flight level winds, but usually they indicate the possibility of a hurricane forming. And then all of a sudden, this is Sarasota, all of a sudden the Hurricane Hunters made another pass and went from a thousand millibar in about an hour, hour and a half to a thousand seven millibar. Pressure's like through the roof. Storm surge is supposed to be three to five foot. We got nothing. But this radar shows you that when Elsa came by Florida, kind of organized, you can see it, kind of had an eye, kind of looked like it was organizing. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, poof! All the storm activity just got squashed. And if you look at this orange graphic here, we were in a very suppressed stage of that MJO at that current time. So did it have anything to do with it? I don't know. But it kind of shows you sinking air got ingested into our system and it just squashed it. Now we had storms, that, you know, wide. Had some tornado warnings. But as far as the core went, as far as a three to five foot surge, it was in a suppressed stage of the MJO. A year later, Ada, here, deepened as it came by. And I didn't really do research on Ada. I need to go back and look at that. But anyway, I thought Elsa was going to be the same as Ada. It wasn't. Ada maintained itself and a lot bigger effects. So that's all i got to say about that. There you go. Did you know? <laughs> All right, so here's the scoop. Got nothing else to talk about. Got a lot to do today. Um, I will repost our Furman share page um, for the free generator giveaway. And I'll let everybody on the brew crew side know how the medium goes with ABC today. I'm real excited about that. Hey, Amanda Jean, heading over to St. Pete to eat. What kind of food do you like? Frenchies is always famous if you if you like seafood on the Clearwater Beach. Um, the North End, when you get to Clearwater Beach, make a right, go north, and Frenchies on the water there is a nice Rockaway Grill. Um, I, I like Frenchies. Uh, <laughs> Mark Hall, that's a good one. That's right. Don't forget about our cruise. All right, we're going to end it with the cruise. How about that, Shelly? So we got another booking this week. That's exciting. We get like one a week now. Um, Tracy, good morning ton of fun if you're into cruising highly recommend it check it out a uh, great affordable trip on the uh independence of the seas uh royal caribbean we're really excited we actually got james van fleet our chief meteorologist from uh royal caribbean might be going on the cruise which would be great because when i do this seminar we'll get him involved uh cruise directors or the cruise captains 
have taken me on the bridge of their ships and they all follow Mike's weather page. It's very humbling. They, 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 uh, it's very humbling. Um, so we're really excited to be, be back on Royal Caribbean. It's in March. It's a, a Monday to Friday cruise. It's really cool for Pinellas County, Hillsborough County, Hillsborough, where I live, because it's during spring break, Monday through Friday. Our prices are locked in, so you don't have to worry about that. They're already going up because of fuel. Ours are locked in. We, we locked in 100 cabins. Um, and we got a lot of fun stuff. We got just a ton of fun stuff planned. Um, ton of fun stuff. It's gonna go by. It's gonna go by so quick. I'm gonna be sad. I'm already sad. Um, but Brew Crew people, listen, we're gonna have a special party the day before. Um, we got an awesome hotel at a tropical oasis at the Cape. Um, make sure you reach out to Shelly for that. If you're going to the cruise, uh, we have a great hotel lined up. That's beautiful in Cape Canaveral and uh, we're gonna have a band we're gonna have fun Sunday uh, a little party before the party before we set sail so I'm really excited about it it's in March check it out tell your friends and family even if you don't want to hang out with us it's a, it's a great week it's a, it, when you when you decide to go on a, a spring break cruise it's too late because these things fill up fast so we're really thankful we jumped on board early and locked in 100 cabins because um, people are gonna it's gonna be high demand and we're going to have the cabins, so uh, it's a lot of fun. And we're giving away a lot of swag. We have great sponsors, ABC, Coastal Claims, and uh, Furman. We're all a big part of it last time. I'm sure we're going to get some more. We give swag bags away, and um, yeah, I give you know stickers and uh, koozies, and we, we're doing some bigger stuff this year. So anyway, check it out. It's fun. Do it. Let's go. Spread the word. Fill the hot tub up. Jason and the Coastal Claims crew, we all jumped in the hot tub, about 50 of us. It was awesome.